0: Yo, we are back. It's happening right now. I'm putting my phone, do not disturb, in order to not be disturbed.
1: What's up, buddy? It feels good to be back mm-hmm. here in the stew with you. I don't know why you're calling, dude. Me stew. In the stew. We didn't settle on like a, stew. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a rap term. Nope,
0: it's what's not what's a I rap say? term. It's no. not, nobody's ever said stew. People say, oh, oh, oh. Pull up some lyrics. Prove to me that somebody has ever said the phrase in the stew studio? Sure.
1: In the booth? Absolutely. In the stoop? Chief Keef has a song that's literally titled In the Stoop. Oh,
0: no. All, right. All right, well, Future has a song called Stoop. We don't know that's about a studio. There's no way.
1: The lyrics go listen to a beat base a rap off it, make a bunch of songs, make a mixtape of it. So I think he's talking about being in the stew. We're right. in the stew, dude. That's what it is.
0: All right, I'm folding. What can I do? Uh, welcome back, y'all. This is episode 80
1: of NBA. Still no players. Right? This is 80, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the, Here's the thing. Next week, we have 81. Yes. Which means there's a lot of good players that I want to talk about, but it's also Kobe Day. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Kobe episode.
0: It's a Kobe episode. The Kobe episode. I told you a while back, like, we're getting to the point, well, we're past that point now, but we should have been doing, like, who is somebody who scored 67 points?
1: The thing is, though, we have, there are players, like, recent players, up through, like, the 90s.
0: Not this high. Yes. Outside of Kobe, nobody scored 70. No, no,
1: no, no, not points, not points scored. I'm talking about oh, jersey points. numbers. Yeah, you're right. you're right. You're right. We got up through the 90s.
0: Oh, boy. Well, that beer looks good. It's pretty great. That looks good. I haven't had one in a while.
1: I have not had a drink in 23 days.
0: Kudos to you, buddy. Kudos to you.
1: It's hard. I mean, yeah. it's not that hard, but like when I'm sitting here and I can smell that it looks good. I get it. It smells good. I get it. Stuff I got I seven, it. well, it's like six and a quarter days left, and That's then even. I can- I'm not in trouble for anything. I'm just doing the whole thirty <laughs> with my girlfriend.
0: Thank you for clarifying. Because um, I'm sure, for 30 days. I'm sure all the listeners were concerned. I'm not
1: any sort of probation. I, I'm not like in AA. It's true. I don't have a drinking problem. Nope. I'm just cutting it out, trying to lose a little weight, feeling healthier.
0: That's it. That's it. And how could you? How could you fault them for it, people? By the way, found out this week we are the 358th ranked podcast in the sports and recreation. Apple Podcast category in Japan. So, shout out to Japan. If you're listening right now, konnichiwa, bitches. We love you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Welcome back, y'all. This is NBA, the podcast where we try to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk a lot of shit. And we're
1: up here in the stew. Uh,
0: (laughs) We're in the stew. Uh, What can I do? What can I do? Here's the thing, guys. Uh, We're going to talk a lot of shit today because today, as of this recording, the NBA trade deadline ended three
1: hours ago. I like that we are... We're talking on a microphone, and you still pretended to look at a watch on your wrist That's that is thing. not actually there?
0: Yep, and it's also there, and there it's not here. It's this good. is the one place like, it wasn't. I like that. <laughs> um, tad, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the last week and a half of NBA news and or the trade
1: deadline week? I'd say like a seven and a half, eight. Really? Yeah, there wasn't as much. Like, I wanted – here's what I wanted – and like, I'd say I'd say probably an eight. I'd honestly say an eight. The thing that like because there was some big stuff that happened and it was, it was it was great and like some things we didn't see coming, but what really would amp up a trade deadline to like a nine or ten for me is like last year when the Lakers and the Cavs like basically just traded their whole rosters, um, and but like I mean I guess I don't know I'd still probably put that at an eight. Well, puts what gives me like a nine or ten is when like. On deadline day, like, what if the Trailblazers traded Damian Lillard on the deadline? Yeah. Or what if, like, you know, at the deadline, uh, fuck, man, I don't even know. Like, what, I'm trying to think. Like, what if, like, the Timberwolves, you know, shipped, like, Wiggins and somebody else off for, I mean, I want to see, like, a big name that, like, you didn't see coming, you know?
0: Mm, I see your didn't. The big name that you didn't see coming and raise you a Christoph Porzingis.
1: I guess I mean I was thinking about that. I'm the thing is the the difference is that he got traded like before like deadline mania when it's like the day Fair. of or the day before um it was literally last week. I know. It was Thursday. I, I, <laughs> it was a week ago. I recall. <laughs> I was I was I was well, I wasn't there but I was like you present. Right. On Twitter Um, and the interwebs. Yeah, Yeah. I was on Planet Earth. Where were you when Chris Daps Porzingis got traded? I'm not sitting on my couch. I was also on my couch. It was uh,
0: it was a memorable Thursday. I just I was shocked. It happened so fast. It's weird
1: because I was just like, oh, I tweeted about it a little bit. No, yeah, I was. I you know what the thing is? I he doesn't move the needle for me that much yet because like we don't really know. Sure. Like, there's flashes, and yeah, by all accounts, he should be good. But like, what's the injury going to be like? You know, how's he going to come back? Right. It was. It was honestly kind of like, oh, the Knicks traded Christoph Porzingis. You know, like, Oof. it. I. I don't, I don't know how to, like, explain it, but it just—it didn't hit me like some other trades may have, and maybe that's just me being weird, but—
0: I, I think it is. Um, I also think
1: it's, like, that. the two teams, like, the not really the Mavericks, because I like the Mavericks, but, like, the Knicks have just been so much of an afterthought for so long. But it's not like, this year. It's, like—
0: I mean, yes, afterthought, 100%. That's not what I was going to say. I thought you were going to say shit show. I jumped in too soon.
1: <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, they're an afterthought, and it's just like, oh, fuck, like— yeah, they tra- they traded the one good player they have. Okay.
0: I forget where I heard this the other day. I think it was on the Bill Simmons podcast where somebody was like, people are always like, you know, basketball is just better when the Knicks are good. But, like, when have the Knicks been good? <laughs> like, haven't. they've never been
1: good. Da- okay. I agree with that to a point. I, and I talked about it with Nikki and Curtis on the last episode, would love the Knicks to be good. Would love it. Honestly, sure. if Kyrie and KD go to the Knicks, I might just start rooting for them. I, I wouldn't make them my favorite it. team. I get it. But I would I would openly root for them right. because the Knicks haven't won since seventy three, yeah, and,
0: and they haven't been in the final since ninety nine.
1: Like I just want I want I, I don't know it's like the like the Knicks like should be good.
0: Yeah, I, it's it's they're, they're one of the three big markets that you kind of like you want to. It's one of those weird things. It's like the David Goliath thing. Like there is a weird thing where like David needs Goliath, and New right. York in its own right as a city is Goliath, and you need that, like. Golden State being the top of the top, I don't know how to say this. Like, it's weird to have Oakland be Goliath. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Completely agree with you. know what, what I mean? And
1: it's weird because the three biggest markets are terrible right now. Right. Not ter- the Lakers aren't terrible, but the Knicks yeah. are terrible, the Bulls are right. terrible, and the Lakers are not good. Right.
0: And Boston is kind of like the fourth market, just specifically in sports, not necessarily in like market. Here's what I'm going to say about the trade deadline. I give it a fucking 10. Okay. This is the – for two reasons. One, I saw a stat last night that said in 2017, 2018, there were 18 trades total. In the last week, there were 19 trades. Like the amount of moving and movement that happened in the last week was incredibly entertaining. And the amount of like high-profile players that got moved in this deadline over the last – even over the last week – like, that made this a really – not not just high profile, like, in terms of performance, but, like, names where you're like, what? Oh, my God. I can't believe they moved that contract. They said that guy wasn't going to get traded. Now he got traded. Like, that type of shit made this a really, really entertaining trade deadline. That's um, fair.
1: I, here, oh, here's the thing. I feel like – I, I don't disagree with you, but I also feel like there's a lot of hype and drama brought up, like, around sure. Anthony Davis and all that stuff. And then I didn't feel like there was a ton of payoff. And I think – I'm a little jaded because like the baseball, the MLB trade deadline <laughs> is so it's so bad. It it I know, it's just yeah, and like the NFL the NFL trade deadline yes. is like non-existent. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's just like. Well, know. Know,
0: I think historically speaking, the MLB trade deadline is a lot more active than the. Well, NBA that's what I'm saying, deadline. but
1: like it's has a lot of action. Um, and then there's a lot of times like big guys get moved yeah, for rentals every, and stuff. Every every year, one it, guy it's like gets yeah, moved. and it's. I don't know. It's just it, it's always really interesting to see like the like the random kind of key pieces that guys try to that those teams try to get. Right. Basketball, it, the NBA isn't quite doesn't quite hold that no. as much for me. No, um, you
0: rare you rarely ever see a guy like a Chris Stapps get moved at the trade deadline. Right, like it just doesn't happen that no. often because so. And this is kind of a good segue to get into that conversation because like if you remember, a tweet came out from, I want to say it was Woj, that Kristaps was unhappy with the direction of the team, and then two and a half hours later, he was a maverick. Now, everybody knows that they were having those conversations way, 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 way before that trade went down. They were
1: having those conversations literally a week before, I'm when sure they it was, played uh, I'm each other. I'm sure it
0: was months before.
1: I guarantee sure. you, I I mean, they the co- talks might have started, but when they played each other a week prior, that was probably when that deal got done.
0: Sure. I guarantee it. Here's the thing. Um... You said that your reaction was, oh, Kristaps got traded. My reaction was, man, the Knicks were just – they were doing everything right this season. They were tanking. And, yes, like, Kristaps is unhappy because he feels like he's healthy and he wants to play and they don't want him to play, which I, I get that. Like, kudos like kudos to him for standing up for himself and, like, saying, yo, I'm healthy. Um, but, like, they were doing everything right <laughs> in the sense that, like, they were – they're the worst team in the NBA, and like they need a guy like Zion, they do, and and the thought of pairing Kristaps and Zion for the next however many years is really attractive, especially for a market like New York. So you take a guy who's 22, who is, I mean, all signs point to like he is an all-star caliber player. Sure, he was an all-star last year. Agree. Has an incredibly like he's incredibly skilled. Um, is a rare commodity in a seven-foot-three center who can defend the rim to some extent who can really stretch the floor who Fine. can dribble who can get a shot in so many different ways he is a he's a true unicorn um and like it's another one of those situations where like even if he's disgruntled just like deal with it like when are you going to get another guy of that ilk like you're just not going to get another it's chris season
1: when they sign kevin durant if they sign kevin when durant. dude okay two future first round picks they are now, I mean, they, they got Wes Matthews and they cut him. Or they traded, they shipped him to Indiana uh, who cut him? He got waived today and he's signing with the Pacers today. Okay, so he, they, the Knicks cut him and yeah. the Pacers signed. I couldn't remember exactly the deal. But yeah, so he, like, he's gone. Dennis Smith Jr. is still on a rookie contract. And DeAndre Jordan is gone after the season on a one-year deal. So yeah. you are now. I'm so surprised you, that they're
0: keeping him. You, I think they said that they were going to keep him because he's really good friends with KD. And he's like a chip. To get KD in, like he, him and KD are super tight. Yeah, and
1: DeAndre Jordan doesn't give a fuck about anything. He just wants to like, cash his checks nah, and block some shots. He's, he's had a rough
0: season. Like, like just, he's done. It's his his prime is over.
1: Yeah, and uh, the thing is though, like he, I mean, I think he would be happy to re-sign in New York, which is a big market. And, yeah, like, you know, hey, give him three years and sure. nineteen million, and sure. you know, whatever. Guys made a hundred million in his it, fucking it career. It just but, it
0: the the trade was one shocking because it it wasn't like it was being talked about for weeks in the in the in the media zeitgeist, it just kind of came down and went. So, like, from a consumer's perspective, for somebody who, like, consumes NBA media, what we all saw was a two-and-a-half-hour window where it was just like, Kristaps
1: is unhappy, and now he's in Dallas. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. I think That I, was the may, shocking part. It may part. have worn off on me, and that may be why.
0: That was the shocking part. Literally, literally two hours later, he's on a new
1: team. You know who else? Crazy. Mark Cuban clearly loves blonde-haired, blue-eyed European players. <laughs> you know who yeah. else loves them? Hitler.
0: <laughs> you heard it here first, y'all. And Mark Cuban's Hitler.
1: He is really in on this, like, Aryan wow, thing, clearly. Wow. here's He did say something
0: that was really interesting. He said, and I quote, um, we want to keep these guys together for 20 years. We basically have Dirk and Steve Nash 2.0 if yep. Steve Nash was six foot seven, And just don't fuck it up. Just, like, come on. And, like, I heard somebody talking about this, and they were like, even if Kristaps only comes back at... Eighty percent. That's fucking. That's all you need. It's all you need. And like we'll talk about this in a little bit, but like they freed up some cap space because they got rid of Harrison Barnes. Right. Um. And Tim Hardaway is a great number two next but to making a lot. Luka. Of money. Sure, but that's why you get rid of Harrison Barnes because right. it equals it out. Yeah. Like, you I can't. Mean, you can't have two guys on and payroll. that are paying got rid tw- of $24 four hundred. DeAndre's gone. Like you know, and honestly, like I still think Courtney Lee is
1: a very serviceable a basketball player.
0: player. They just weren't playing him because they're tanking. So he's a good player. It was just a weird trade, and like to make that trade for Je- for Dennis Mahoney Jr. is just like it feels so weird. They made
1: that trade for two first round picks and all the cap relief. That's what they made that for. They That's, made it for cap relief. But
0: this is this is my thing. It's like to make room for cap relief for a maybe. Like we were all. I don't know how old the listeners are here, so I can't assume that everybody was here in two thousand. You know, in two thousand ten when. Uh, when LeBron and all of them were making their decisions, I'm assuming that if you have access to a phone, you probably— Had there
1: won. not been collusion between <laughs> Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, always, and LeBron— Always existed. Had there not been the collusion, I think there was a good chance LeBron ended up there.
0: So, oh, the other thing I was going to say about the trade deadline, um, then I'll get back to this trade really quick. The other thing that made this great is the three best teams in the East went toe-to-to-toe toe adding people to their roster that made them better today. And this week, that's true, and that is awesome because for the last basically well, five years, the Eastern Conference has been a fucking
1: laughingstock. I don't, I don't agree with that, but we'll talk about it. We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. In we'll get to it but th- my
0: whole thing is this trade is so New York, just so Knicks, and it seemed like their front office was finally competent, and they do something like this, and not only that, but like like they kind of threw shade at him on the way out. Oh yeah and like he kind of threw shade at that it was just it was a bad marriage it was just a bad breakup and it's like a weird just i we've talked about Dennis Smith a lot on this podcast because of Luca um i'm it, i'm a initially i was a little shocked that they were going to give up on him so soon in Dallas but to get christops kudos to you fucking great call uh, I cannot wait to see that high ping roll between him and Luca. Yeah. It's gonna be fucking insane. I can't
1: wait. Yeah, you can pick, you can roll, you can pick, you can pop. It's gonna be you amazing. You can slip it. I you can't. can do whatever
0: you want. It's gonna be amazing. That
1: those two together are gonna be so fun. Um, uh, here's the thing. Though, they're gonna tear it down, or, or at least in my mind, like yeah, you traded him for a maybe, but you don't think Kevin Durant? You, you don't think Kevin Durant is itching to go to New York? I don't know. To Dude, he wants to, he's at the point he won his rings, the rings that nobody thinks count because he went to the Warriors. Sure. And so this is his opportunity to go to a huge market, be a star, and be the guy. Sure. And then you know what? This guy, his name's Kyrie Irving. He's, feel, it seems like he learned his lesson he, from, like, the wanting out with LeBron. So he goes to New York, too, and the, they bring a title yeah, to the Mecca. Here's my rebuttal, is the Knicks were attractive when
0: they were about to get the number one pick and they had Kristaps Porzingis. Now, and here's the thing. All they had to do was trade Tim Hardaway. That was the that was the cap space that they needed to free up. Him and Courtney Lee were the only big contracts they had.
1: I know, but like maybe they make a run with some other people. It's, I, I don't know what the Knicks are doing. I'm just hoping that this I, is
0: it. What I'm saying is the package is, that's way more attractive to a player like... Because Katie doesn't want to go to a fucking rebuilding team with Zion as the second best player.
1: No, Kyrie.
0: Yeah, okay, so, so you have Kyrie, KD, and Zion. Those are your best players?
1: Well... That's it? There, you have a fuck... You have cap space out the ass. You can sign whoever you want.
0: They, those are two max contracts. They can maybe afford one more. Maybe. I
1: don't think you're going to... Uh, I don't... I'm not saying you need a max contract, but yeah, you have Kyrie, KD, Zion, who looks like a generational talent right now. Yeah, And I like him a lot. And then you also... Uh, Zion looks like Larry Johnson. Yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, that, like that, it, and
0: he's a better passer. Yeah, I it's mean, like he's a better really, ball handler. He's really, a better shooter. Yeah, really good like, passer.
1: Uh, that, okay, so you have those three guys. And then, yeah, you don't. You have cap space. You don't need to sign another max player. Just get some like good key pieces, and that's a good team. Yeah. Um,
0: so anyways, fascinating trade to start off this whole like barrage of, of trade. I realize
1: now that I was more involved in this than I thought. Uh, now that I, everybody was. How could you it? not be?
0: It's a fucking crazy trade. You don't see players that young, that, that impactful. Like... He made the All-Star team in his fourth season, and he was basically All-Star eligible. Like, he was considered an All-Star in his second season. Like, he's a fucking unicorn, man. And yes, he's coming off an injury, and guys that big that have, like, foot injuries and shit like that or knee injuries, like, it can be an uphill battle. I don't see that happening. It seems like he's ready. I really, really hope he comes back for Dallas this year. Although, they don't really have incentive to tank either because... Uh, I mean, pardon me, to win because if their pick is in the top five, they don't have to give it to the Hawks, so they kind of want to keep it.
1: Um, I think... What if they make another move, the Mavericks, and they get Laurie in, and then they they pick up Nico Mm. and then sign Mario Hazonia? Mm.
0: Don't forget about Bogdan Bogdanovich.
1: Yeah, I... I, I thought about that, but I, I think this is the like. I think this is a more realistic. Oh five. yeah, of course, of course it is. I mean, honestly, like that sounds like some two K shit where yeah. you just get the team of Psych. white European oh, wow. Find guys. The Aryan
0: brothers. <laughs> uh, so let's keep <laughs> let's keep moving up the uh, the trades over the last week or so. Uh, Rodney Hood gets traded from the Cavaliers to the Trailblazers for Nick, Skous- Nick Stauskas, Wade Baldwin. Those guys had a hell of a week. Only uh, only
1: only reason to talk about this is because of Nick Stauskas because we're gonna say his name about eight more times. Uh,
0: him and Wade Baldwin got traded together four times this week.
1: I honestly didn't realize I, together, I didn't realize that Baldwin got together traded with, they yeah. got
0: traded are you ready hey, listeners they good. got traded from the Blazers to the Cavs from the Cavs to the Rockets from the Rockets to I can the Pacers, yes. Thank you. Uh, they got traded four times in the same week.
1: And we'll we'll tell you each of them as we, as we, as we go we'll through all there. these trades. We'll get we'll there. We'll tell you all of
0: them. Um, the other big trade that happened this week, which kind of started the whole run of the top of the Eastern Conference teams making some moves, um, the Clippers, which I was sh- a little shocked at this uh, trade because I'm going to pull up the standings right now. I forgot to pull this they're, up. They're in like, eighth. I mean, they're still in the playoff race, um, but I understand they are also trying to shed cap space so that they can make a run at a guy like AD or make a run at a guy like Kawhi or, or other people. So
1: I felt like it was a weird asset move when there's a guy like Bradley Beal who you could go after, or um, you know, some other like. Well, and we'll get
0: into the, we'll get into Bradley Beal here in a second because Washington made a lot of moves. Look at young Don Nelson, so handsome,
1: so handsome. University of Iowa graduate. Fun fact. I, I did not know that.
0: Um, so the Clippers trade Tobias Harris and Boban Marj- Marjanovic. I want to say this. Oh, and Mike Scott, the uh, the 3 man. <laughs> Thank god, uh, he's gonna do great in Philly. I'm you excited. Philly is not that far from Scranton, so uh, it definitely makes sense that he would go to Philly. Um, it's in the same state, um, but in any case, yeah, I don't know how
1: close they are together, gotta be a couple hours, maybe. Uh, it's
0: a big state, man. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. The office made it seem like it was a really short drive. So
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just finished it again for like the fourth time. Um, I can't like.
1: I I have a hard time watching through it again because it, it it's like almost anxiety inducing to me sometimes. Really? Like just it just gets cringy to a point where like I can't. I just can't do it. I love it. I love it so much. But So
0: Tobias Harris, Boban Marjanovic, which I couldn't see another pair of best friends get split up, so I'm glad that they got traded together. Uh, and Mike Scott for Landry Shamet, Wilson Chandler, Mike Mascala, who got traded again today. Um, two first-round picks uh, and two second-round picks. Uh, when you saw this trade go down, what were your thoughts? Initial thoughts?
1: The 76ers have no guards? Yeah.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent.
1: Well, they have guard. They don't have ball handling guards.
0: I mean, besides Ben Simmons, their number – their their backup point guard is now T.J. McConnell, officially. Um, and Jimmy Butler, I
1: guess? Jimmy Butler is going to handle the ball a lot.
0: Yeah, as will Ben, ben Simmons. Like, and they, have they have guys who are they capable have T. J. of T.J. McConnell
1: and they ball. have J.J. Redick, but neither of those guys are really, like, great ball handlers.
0: T.J. McConnell's – a solid D- ball handler. JJ JJ Reddick will not be handling the ball. No. They also have Shake Melton, who just got hurt. Oh, fuck. Uh, I forgot about that. But he'll be back soon. This trade was fascinating to me because, like, Tobias Harris should have been an all-star this year. Yeah, he like, really should have. Should have been an all-star this year. And he's basically filling that four spot in the way that they were hoping that Wilson Chandler would. He's better. He's better than Wilson Chandler in a lot of ways. Boban is going to be able to help... Um, ease off some of the time that Joel Embiid is playing right now. He's playing a lot of minutes. Um, I think I saw the other day that he 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 when he, he leads signed th-
1: he leads centers in all minutes in minutes oh, played yeah. per game.
0: And he uh, he had that when he signed that extension like three years ago when everybody was like, oh my god, I can't believe he's only had one healthy season, not even a full healthy season. He had that like minute cap that he had to hit to get a bonus. He just hit it. So kudos to him for hitting it in like year two of a four year deal.
1: Year like one and a half. Yeah. For basically. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um,
0: um, I love this trade because like. The Sixers are going all in. Like, yo, I'm saying it right now. Elton Brand for ma- for Executive of the Year. I'm rooting. I'm, I am I'm rooting for him.
1: Very. Uh, I, in about a month's time, what is it, the seventh today? In a month from today, I am going to watch those Philadelphia 76ers here at the United Center. I will be wearing my JJ Redick Philadelphia jersey. I will sleeveless. Yeah, of no, course. No one. No under- nothing shirt. underneath. Uh, no, no. I'm a. Uh, I'm like one of those. Okay, this. I, I'm curious to know your thoughts on this. This is completely off topic. Perfect. But it, it thoughts on being the guy who rocks the NBA jersey over the button-down shirt.
0: Oh, no. Okay, so that – that oh, God. The guy who wears the NBA jersey over the button-down shirt is probably a dentist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or he works in real estate. I do it. Uh, I, am, I, I don't work in either oh, of those God. professions. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to – look, man – I feel like wearing an NBA jersey over like a T. I just, I don't think it looks good. I Go think long
0: sleeve. I don't have a ton of like, I don't really have a lot of long sleeve shirts. Go long man. sleeve white. It's really fucking easy. I used to do it in high school all the time.
1: I, like I honestly truly don't know how to wear an NBA jersey unless I'm being fat guy at the beach. <laughs> like that's my move. Listen, fat guy at the beach, I'm like, throw on an NBA jersey or an old college penny and I'm good.
0: I grew up in the, I was in high school in the early 2000s. So was
1: I. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but you In the mid 2000s. Yeah. Well, you and I also grew up in different communities. I wore basketball jerseys often, um, very, very often with Tim's and pants that definitely didn't fit me. This is kind
1: of racist towards me. Yeah. You're being a little racist towards me.
0: Intentional. (laughs) Uh, So definitely not button down shirt. Yeah. Hard. If you don't, here's the thing. If you're not a dentist with three kids in like their tweens, you should not be wearing a button down under your jersey. Just don't do it. Just don't do it.
1: I don't know what to wear, bro.
0: You're not even thirty. Don't do it. Don't I'm not, do it. Not thirty. Don't do it. Yeah, two years ago. Don't do it. Don't do not wear a button down shirt. I'm sure your brother and your cousin would both agree with me. Do not wear a button down shirt under your NBA. It's jersey. like a
1: light blue Oxford. No, you know? <laughs> not an Oxford, bro. A and don't wear
0: khakis. If you wear uh, khakis, uh, I'm gonna hit you. Chinos, dude. I won't don't, wear khakis. Don't wear chinos. I'm probably gonna wear these pants I oh have on right God. now. These olive
1: chinos. Little a light blue I can't, Oxford. I, I can't with you. Light right blue now. Oxford. I can't believe you're that. A light blue Oxford
0: in. <laughs> what the fuck is the matter? You got a jersey on. Who gives a fuck? If it's tucked in or not, nobody's going to see it.
1: Yeah, because it'll hang out at the bottom of the jersey. No, the yes, jersey's fuck. The shirt You're- tail was... No, the jersey's not long as fuck. It's, real, it's a Chinese knockoff. Listen. Um, Listen. You're
0: going to wear jeans. You're going to buy a long sleeve white shirt. You're going to rock it under the jersey. It's the only way to do it. Turtleneck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boy, <laughs>
0: have you lost your damn mind?
1: What are you doing? All right, I will wear... Um, I'll probably go black, long sleeve black Black
0: shirt. works, too. Black works, too. Um, does this make the 76ers... Can I wear it over a
1: hoodie? Yes. Okay, great. That's what I'll do. That's I got a navy it. blue hoodie. That's it. That's it. You can wear it over a hoodie.
0: Great. It'll keep you warm. It's going to be cold, I'm sure. Does this make the 76ers the best team in the Eastern Conference? No. Good. And we're going to get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do think it makes them... It's going Here's what I'm going to say. When it's we... going to go really well or really poorly. This... I want to see 76ers Celtics so fucking bad now. This is going to be –
1: this is honestly the true test of is the NBA good and truly positionless because they have no guards. They're so long. Which we'll talk about in a little bit why they have no guards.
0: (laughs) Uh, I really like this. And we'll we'll get into this a little bit later, but like – the playoffs are going to be so much fun. The semifinals of the, in the Eastern Conference are going to be so much fun. The East is better. Oh, so much better. After this trade, we they moved so many guys over from the West Conference to the Eastern Conference today. Like, it's going to be awesome. Just want to hit on this one really quick. Thon Maker got traded straight up for Stanley Johnson. Uh, both guys unhappy. Both guys in situations. I don't hate really. that move. I Not think both all.
1: guys will be happier in their new destinations. A, Stanley Johnson just Stanley got, got go traded too. again today. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I forget for who. I, we'll, we'll, we'll see it here in a second. But... I, I Thon Maker has always been really frustrating to me because like he looked really great in the playoffs the last two seasons, but he just can't put it together in the regular season.
1: Thon Maker is a lot like Brandon Ingram, like not in the sense that they're comparable, like that they they are like he's as good as him. But right. Thon Maker, like I always say about Brandon Ingram, uh, looks like a basketball player. He walks like a basketball player. He's really bad at playing one on TV, except in the playoffs, which is weird. Yeah. Brandon Ingram is not like that. Um, Thon Maker, I honestly really wanted Orlando to somehow acquire him, so we could just literally have the longest, longest team, team on NBA planet Earth. Like where four guys on our team could stand arm to arm and reach the end of one, co- like reach the length of the court. <laughs> like Red Rover just standing, yes, like, standing good, at the good, half court. Good, like
0: go ahead, we're just going to take a, a, a collective
1: charge. Yes, just all right. <laughs> the thing, you, you can't get around this. That's it. Good luck. The Orlando good Long good. Boys <laughs> is what we'll change our name to.
0: I do like the the Orlando Red Rovers. I think that's a, that that would that would hit. Um, all right, let's move out the list a little bit here. This one this one hits close to home. So I definitely want to talk to this about this one real
1: quick. Uh, Miami acquiring Ryan Anderson doesn't do anything for them. Um, the Suns getting Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson's a good player. And no, getting he is not. Tyler Johnson's a good player. No, he's yes, not. Yes, he, he's a good player. He is so overpaid; it's crazy. He needs a he needs a better he needs a better he, he, he needs not, a better situation. All right, I'm not, not going to argue with you about this. Anyway, I like Tyler Johnson. Uh, Wayne Ellington uh, got traded to Phoenix and then cut. I he is going to be a good solid piece for a team that is contending. Somebody is going to sign him to a veteran minimum, and uh, I think he is going to fit in somewhere.
0: I so my early guess the moment that he got. Traded was he's going to end up in Philly. They need more shooters. Or, that or L.A. Uh,
1: or um, Milwaukee.
0: I do like Milwaukee. Any, play, any team that's in playoff contention is going to pick him up. Anybody who needs shooting. I would also love to see him in... Ready for this? OKC.
1: I just saw a thing that the Detroit Pistons are aggressively pursuing him. <laughs> Why? Weird. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I, actually Oklahoma City would be good too. So... I think he is going to be a good piece to a playoff team. Somebody will pick him up. He is a good player. He's a player. really
0: good three-point shooter. Yes. Like, really, really good three-point shooter. He's a guy shooter.
1: that you can put on any team.
0: Um, so, trade that went down last night, uh, the Washington Wizards traded Otto Porter Jr. to the Chicago Bulls for Bobby Portis, Jabari Parker, and a second-round pick for 2023. Um, I'll respond to this really quickly. I was I shocked. really want to know
1: your thoughts. Yeah. So,
0: a lot of, lot so of, I'm f- going to
1: let you tell them to me.
0: Okay, I'm going to do that now. I was but shocked... Like, what? Oh, sorry. No. no, go ahead. You know what? I really want to hear him. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Can I go? I'm going to go. Yeah. You, no, go. Okay, wait. Okay, and okay. no, then I'm going to... Can I... Do you have something to say? No, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go, right. go, right. go right now. Okay, but I'll... Okay. Oh, no, no, uh-huh. sorry. Yeah? Um, We're just doing a bit. It's you, funny. I wasn't doing a bit at all. I wanted to say something. <laughs> uh, I was shocked that anybody wanted Jabari Parker. Um, just... He's he still has the ability to score. One hundred percent. Like that's it's been when he's gotten playing time with the Bulls, he has scored. He still has that ability, um, at a very at a a pretty high level. Like he's he's gonna get you seventeen a game easily. Um I really like Bobby Portis. Like he was one of the guys on a team that I thought um similar to how Taj was when he was here, was just like in the wrong situation, like on another team definitely would have been the starting power forward. Um I'm gonna miss him. I really like Bobby Portis. Once again, of course, guard packs give another second round pick. Like we didn't get a- give enough in this fucking trade. You fucking idiots. Here's my thing with Otto Porter. I like Otto Porter.
1: Ugh,
0: I do. Here's God. why. Here's why. He is a complimentary piece. He's not a piece that it's going to like. You you think change us. Johnson's
1: overpaid? But auto Porter, you like Otto? I didn't
0: Porter. say he was not overpaid. That's not what I said. Okay. Now, Fine. Fine. He, he and Tyler Johnson share something in common. They were both free agents at the right time and got a lot of money because the fucking cap space just shot the fuck up. What I like about Otto Porter is as a team here in Chicago, we have zero uh, defensive identity. Otto Porter has the ability to guard the two to the four very effectively. He is a very a pretty good three-point shooter, really, really knocks down the corner three, um, which adds value to our team. And he can handle the ball. He is not the piece. He's a piece for a rebuilding team because the team knows that they can't attract any free agents, and we've got him locked up for at least another two years. We can pair him with Zach Levine and our front court and whoever we draft in this year's draft. I don't hate the trade because Bobby was coming up on an expiring deal. Jabari was gone. We needed to get him out of here for like just simply because, like from a from a continuity and locker room perspective, shit was just weird. So it was good to get him out of here.
1: Last night I tweeted, "What the fuck are the Bulls doing?" I saw that. Um, I texted you that too, um, but uh I, I this is a trade where I think nobody won. Both teams just like sort of did something that they both needed to do. Yeah, it was my like, shit for your shit. Right. It, it was. It was kind of like it reminds me honestly of when Orlando traded Rashard Lewis for Gilbert Arenas to the Wizards. Um, yeah, and it's it's it reminds me of that because it's like okay, Otto Porter he's not really gonna. He's not going to do much. They probably will try to move him next year when, his, when it's on the la, like the, maybe you know when he's got an expiring deal maybe they may I mean they may keep him I don't know Do you want to pay him twenty six million or whatever the fu- I think it's twenty eight actually I, don't, I mean I think he's getting paid like twenty
0: five right now I don't know that his salary is about to go up
1: It does It increases next season
0: What I'm saying is when his contract is up like we're not going to pay him more.
1: no But I know But you're going to pay him that again next year yeah. I mean if you but
0: we got, if, a, we got a very low salary cap I digress Zach, Zach um, Here's
1: the thing. Jabari Parker is a team option for next season, right? Uh yes. Yeah, twenty million team option. Yep. Um so I mean, whatever. Bobby Portis is about to be a free agent. He's probably not sticking around Washington. This is this is for Washington, this is sort of that trade where it's like, okay, we get rid of this shitty albatross contract that's yep. hurting us. Yeah. And we bring in guys that's like, hey, it's kind of keeping us competitive. Yeah. But, you know, we're really we're blowing things up. Oh, it's over. And so it's It's a show of kind of good faith, though, by the Wizards organization a little bit um, to bring in at least guys that are going to be, you know, that can help you compete and then you can get rid of. Um, You can put them around Brad Beal, whatever. Um, But the Wizards are obviously prepared to blow things up. Meanwhile, the Bulls do a good job of adding a player who, moving forward, could be a decent piece if you pay him the right amount of money. exactly, uh, And also is a a pretty tradable asset next season. Sure. Um, So... I mean, yeah. Was there a winner? No. Does this make both teams better? Not really. No. no but no. it we get a little
0: like we get marginally better. Right. He's not going to impact our tank. No. Not, I don't, not in a bad way.
1: No. Unless, like I honestly, truly hope that Otto Porter just goes out and scores like twenty five points a game. Oh, fuck yourself. I really do. I don't want to hear that. I I want it to. I I used to draft him in two K. Like you could export, you could yeah. like you could like upload a, or download a draft class. And there was this draft class that always had him becoming, like, just, like, the greatest player of all time. Like, he averaged a triple-double for multiple seasons. Uh, I would love for that to happen just to fuck the Bulls <laughs> in their tank. You're trying to make me cry. You're trying to make me cry. Yeah, you talk shit about my favorite team all the time. I can't wait. We're you about, told me we're about I, to get there. You told me I dress like a dentist. <laughs> yeah, you do dress like a dentist. I have a, a zip-up hoodie, a Patagonia t-shirt, and green chinos on today. My point exactly. Um couple trades here
0: in a row that we're going to talk about um, the Rockets Cavaliers and Kings made a three way deal uh, I'm on Shumpert goes to the Rockets along with Niss <laughs> and Wade Baldwin this is stop Number 2 by the way uh, we're not done with them yet uh, Brandon Knight and Marquise Chris go to the Cavaliers uh, along with the first-round pick from the Rockets. That's lottery protected, and Alec Burks goes to the Kings. The only thing I want to talk about here is I'm on Shepard to the Rockets. How do we feel about that?
1: That's good. That's good. Solid. That's uh, He's similar to some Perimeter of the guys they had player. on their team last yeah. year. Uh, I I do want to actually just dwell on this for just one moment longer. Uh, four or five years ago, this trade is like, that This trade is interesting four oh, yeah. or five years ago. Yeah. And now it's just like, eh. None of these guys really panned out the yeah, way that we hoped they. They, would.
0: they were just yeah. They're moving shit around. The Kings made some moves though. They I made remember some when
1: the Knicks were shopping Shumpert. Um, I mean, I was still in college, maybe eight years ago, and I remember thinking, oh man, I want, I wanted Orlando to get him so bad. I thought he was gonna be a star. I mean, in New York, like his first season, he, he averages like he averaged like twelve a game. Yeah, like he, was he looked, solid. Good. he could I mean, they dunk, were terrible. Yeah. I, they were. But like I thought, I was like, "This is a guy. He's got all the tools." Yeah, I just, I unfortunately, just not a guy who can seem to put it all together. It seems like he struggles not like with the, like his understanding of the game, but I think like mentally, he he seems to like overthink the game to al- some degree. He's
0: also incredibly inefficient on the offensive end. A phenomenal defensive player. Very inefficient on the offensive end. Yeah, I've been watching him since. he I, in high I think that
1: has. I think that's what I'm talking about. Is is on on offense. Yeah. Like I think he misses a shot, and like it's it's in his head like yeah. forever. I yeah.
0: He was he was a year behind me in high school. He went to Oak Park River Forest here in Chicago, and and um I used to go watch him all the time. Like he had a they had a we had a tournament in our high school. They played against us. So I've been following his career since he was a junior in high school, and I always hoped. For more for him, like when he was at Georgia Tech and I was just like, oh, he's doing really well there. And then he got drafted by the Knicks. I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Um, and he looked really good with the Knicks. I was like, oh shit, like he made the rookie sophomore game and then he yep. got traded and he won an NBA championship. like, he's had a good career.
1: What is now the Rising Stars TM challenge?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, here's what I will say about Alan Schumper. Who cares about his NBA career? He's married to Tiana Taylor. So life is good. I don't know who that is. Are you kidding me? Hold on. Hold on. Hold I can buy pull it up. Hold more. on. Go to Instagram right now as I scroll up. I want you to. Well, I guess I could just Google it and put it on the TV, shouldn't I? Tiana Taylor. I can't believe you've never. I You don't know who Tiana Taylor is? Good lord, boy.
1: I hope it's not this chick.
0: No, it's <laughs> definitely not that chick. It's this chick. Oh, yeah. I mean, good for him. That's his wife. She is. What, a, is, what does she do? She's a she's an artist, um, signed by Jay-Z. Actually, cool. There's a picture of... Oh, that's not him. I'm racist. Sorry. That is Rihanna. That's her again. Oh, there they are.
1: She's got some big old boobies.
0: Yeah, she's very thick. Um, Slim, thick, but show cute ass. And they got a cute little baby. Their baby's adorable. Oh, my
1: God. Their baby is adorable.
0: She's an adorable baby. Um, his life is just fine. He was in a Kanye West video. He's doing okay. Um, even if his NBA
1: career... Like, she's so hot. It's stupid. That is not – that looks like a man. That is not a good photo Stop. of her. That looks like a dude. Stop. She's gorgeous. She, she's hot, but that was a bad photo. Fair.
0: Uh, but anyways, uh, moving on to the next trade. We talked about the Kings a little bit. Um, they also Let's made another trade. They traded Zach Randolph and Justin Jackson to the Mavericks for Harrison Barnes. Um, Harrison Barnes – I've always liked Harrison Barnes. He was he was a high schooler when I was going to school in Iowa, um, so I paid attention to his career. Um, pretty closely because Northern Iowa was actually in discussions with him uh, before he was a high schooler.
1: uh, When I was a high schooler in Iowa, so you guys are the um, same age. Are we? I think so. No, he's younger than me. I'm pretty sure. Is he? Um, He might be. Yeah, you might be right. I'm 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 googling because I kind of want to know. But I remember when people were talking about him, he would have been like people were saying he was the number one pick if he didn't have to go to college. Yeah. Um,
0: he was the number one player in the country. Oh, he's 26. You're right.
1: Okay. Yeah. I thought he was a couple years younger than me. But, yeah, I, I mean, I remember when he was in high school at Ames. Um, and I was in high school. And I remember when he was in high school at Ames when I was in college. Uh, and him and uh, Dougie Fresh, Dougie McBuckets.
0: Who was signed at Northern Iowa, by the way. Uh, then his dad well, got fired. because his
1: dad got fired, which Not was stupid. Cause. But, anyway. No, nah, Ben Jacobson's a killer. I love that fucking guy.
0: Um, Harrison Barnes gets traded to the Kings. The Kings are making a run, man. They're trying to make the playoffs. I don't they love want, that they move Josh Jacobs. I don't to- love that. I'll take. I mean, listen. J- J- he's been he's he's been nothing for them really, uh, but they're trying to make a run at the playoffs. Like the Clippers are going to drop now with the loss of Tobias Harris, they're right behind the Clippers, like two games back.
1: Is that, that's not Danny Granger, is it? Who that's, who is that in the upper left corner?
0: Upper left, that's kinda bogu
1: Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, no. I mean, <clears throat> Harris and Barnes is a good move. It also gives them, um, you know, a little more opportunity to make the playoffs. Uh, I mean, they want to. I really they would love, really really I would want to. Love Love to see them make the playoffs yeah. and keep the Lakers out. It'd be great. I'd love that. I'd love to see it. Um, my problem with Harrison Barnes is he tends to disappear in big moments.
0: Yeah, but here's my thing. It's just like I mean, how the, many big moments are they really gonna? Yeah, have? and Harrison Barnes signed with Dallas to be like their number two. He's not best as a number two. If he's your number three, you're really well off.
1: He's like he honestly, you know, who's a very comparable player to Harrison Barnes when he's healthy, Chandler Parsons. They are very similar.
0: Yeah, players. they're they they're of a similar ilk. They course, are a like, good
1: third option. But, That's yeah, great. Exactly. If you use your second option, it's not ideal. No. It can work, but I wouldn't. It you don't want that. It can't work.
0: He he he. That guy cannot carry a team. He can't do it. He can't lead a team. If he's your number three, you're good. He's it, not. It can, it can, he's barely a number two. If he's your number two, you're a bad team. You're maybe just outside of the playoffs. He wasn't the number two on this team.
1: Valid.
0: I mean, he's just not. Uh, which is why they were comfortable partying with him. But, like, I like him in, in Sacramento because if you look at their roster, like, you have him now paired with Bagley, Buddy Heald, Darren Fox.
1: I watched them play the Spurs the other night, and they ran the Spurs out of the gym pretty they're, much. I, I love, like, the few times are, I've had a chance
0: to watch them, they're really, really I, fun I to have watch. not
1: watched them enough this year because I've been so enamored with the Nuggets and the Bucks and, um, I love the Trailblazers, uh, the 76ers, obviously, my boy, JJ. Um, of course. But, uh, like, every time I watch them play, I'm like, God, they're they're good and they're fun and they're young. And they do the things that, like, good young teams do. They, like, they get out and run. Right. They share the ball. Like, they like it, it's, it's really entertaining to watch. And so I hope that that sort of continues and that this doesn't throw a wrench in their gears.
0: So, we talked about the Wizards a little bit. They also traded Markeith Morris to the Pelicans for Wesley Johnson last night. So, yeah. They are officially blowing it up. I'm a little shocked that they didn't – I'm not shocked that they didn't trade Bradley Bill, but it's like you've gotten this far. you just got one more trade to make and then it's all blown up.
1: This trade makes no sense to me on the end of the Pelicans. No. Like, what are you doing?
0: It's not even like a – it's not even an Anthony Davis failsafe.
1: No, it's just a – I,
0: I – The Pelicans are making weird moves because then today they traded Nico Mirasic to the fucking Bucks for Stanley Johnson. And Jason Smith and a couple of second round picks. Jason Smith
1: is a very underrated player. I'm going to go ahead and say that he's fine.
0: Um, he's fine. Um, actually, I think Jason Smith was a former Pelican, so he's just going back to New Orleans. But Stanley Johnson, two teams in a matter of like two days. But Nico Meretich on the on the Bucks. Um, yeah, I like that. Love that trade. They didn't give anything up. Like didn't give anything up no. of value. Their core team is still intact, and they now they they've now added a formidable three point shooter. They
1: turned Thon Maker into Nikolai Meridich, which is a great trade. That's great, it's great. Like for me, like it's a great trade. They really they really didn't. He lose won't anything. have to do as much as he no. did in New Orleans. No,
0: he's going to be their number four basically,
1: and uh, that's great. It's that's it's that so starting five is good. It's
0: nasty, dude. Like now you have Bledsoe, Giannis, Lopez. Middleton, and potentially Miritich starting, if not Brogdon and Miritich coming off the bench. Whatever. Who like, cares? That is and Miritich probably gets s- more minutes than, you much, know, like... Much, like, now you have so much roster flexibility, too, because now you can, like, play Miritich at the 4 and play Giannis at the 5. You can play Giannis at the 4 and Lopez at the 5. Like, their team is really, really fun and deep. And that's the thing that, like, makes this interesting. Like, Nico Miritich is not a name that's like, what, they got Nico Meritich, But he makes them so much deeper. And when it comes to the playoffs, depth is so huge. important. It's huge. It's, it's because so It's important. huge
1: because, like, teams tighten up their rotation. Exactly. And so, like... Like there are less teams going like four or five guys deep. It's you really go three guys deep and like you need to have like three good players right. that can match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so yeah, I, I completely agree. I also uh, just lost my tra- oh last night I watched Giannis score forty three against the Nets last <laughs> yeah, night and uh, a few nights ago I saw they they played somebody else I can't remember who um, he is. Far and away, the most incredible and I mean this is probably just saying stating the obvious, I realize that, but like God damn. Watching him in transition offense is of it's artwork. Yeah, it is literally crazy. watching a thing of beauty. I watched him grab a rebound, take three dribbles, pull up from the three point line and Euro step for a fucking layup. On yeah. a transition it's just it's unbelievable. So I I they are Far and away right now, my number one in the East.
0: Interesting. Well, we're going to talk about that here in a second. Um, Before we get to that... I know I wanted to say that before we got to what we were going to talk about. Solid, solid segue. Have to mention this just because... It's a running bit at this point. Um, the the Rockets traded Nick Stauskas and Wade Baldwin with a future second-round pick to the Rockets for future cash considerations. to the Pacers. They traded them to the Pacers. Thank you. To the Pacers to, and for the Rockets. For future, future, future considerations. considerations.
1: That is that, – when you get traded for future considerations and it's not just you but it's you and a teammate and a pick, maybe, maybe it's time to go to Europe it's time or China. To, it's
0: time to go to Europe or China. I, I said it in our Slack here at work. Nick Stauskas needs to go to China, so he can destroy China, and then he can play Nick Stauskas in the Nick Stauskas movie about a kid from Canada who is a Chinese basketball star
1: and his rival, the Utah Mormon yes. Jimmer Fredette. That's it. That's he goes. He goes to China. And you could literally make, like, a classic, like, 80s movie about this. Yeah. And, like, Jimmer Fredette is, like, your just classic – no, Nick Stauskas would be the villain. He looks
0: more – because he's taller and, like, yeah. Yeah,
1: he would be – he is like, – he also kind of looks like your classic yeah. 80s. This would be a – I would watch that movie. I mean, I wouldn't shooter, pay money to go see it. Shooter
0: versus Shooter. Yeah, I would illegally stream that, but
1: – I would definitely see – I would watch that movie.
0: Um, it's like
1: a, like, you get a little, like, Karate Kid action sort not? of out of that. Or, like – those like eighties like skiing and snowboarding movies sort of vibe.
0: Yeah. Um here is by far the trade of the day.
1: Yeah, I can't believe that the Grizzlies gave up Garrett Temple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wrong trade. Wrong oh, trade. sorry. Yeah, you're reading way behind. Um <laughs> Grizzlies made a lot of moves today. That wasn't the one I was gonna talk about. Um one of uh one of my favorite podcasters, uh Keys from Fast Break Breakfast, he's a Grizzlies fan, he's based out of Nashville. He's been on the podcast before. Um and uh, he was tweeting today as things were going on, and he was like, oh, Marcus Soule's gone, and this guy's gone. Oh, wait, we l- we got rid of Garrett Temple, we got Avery Bradley, all's good again. Um, and then it was like, oh, wait, <laughs> we just got rid of Shelvin Mack. Things are getting better, they're looking up. It was Shelvin just like a Mack tweet. It was played
1: great. for Orlando for a season or two, maybe two. I don't know, it was utterly forgettable. He is the worst point guard in the NBA.
0: Didn't they tweet because he led the team in assists, which was at like 2.3 assists 3.4. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Orlando is so fun. I can't wait to talk about them. Here in a second. Before we get to them, um guys, the Grizzlies traded Marcus Cole to the Toronto Raptors for Jonas Valančiūnas, Delon Wright, CJ Miles, and a second-round pick. Um Tad reactions. Hate
1: it. What? Hate it. Hold on. Hate it. How? Why? I, I don't think it I I you get rid of uh some pretty key bench pieces in Toronto, which has been big for them. CJ, Look, I CJ get it.
0: Miles has been a nothing for them this year. Like, has been a nothing. DeLon Wright, great, great backup, shooting guard, hybrid guard. Jonas Valanciunas, like him, guess what? Marcus All does what he does, and then some. He's a much better defender than Jonas Valanciunas. He's a much more efficient scorer, and he can shoot from three. Jonas Valanciunas can't do shit.
1: Okay, sorry, let me say this. I don't hate it. You just said you hate it. I don't hate it. You just said that. Well, you changed my mind. You made a compelling argument. You yelled at me. I do it often. Uh, Okay, so I don't, I guess I shouldn't say I hate it. I don't really hate it. It's just that it's like, mm, yeah, I don't know how much better it really makes the Raptors. Um, I disagree man really Gasol's had some injury questions over the past couple of years Here, so he's 34 I look I get it you're trying to win a championship right now but does, is Marc Gasol the piece that puts you over I'll tell
0: you why I'll tell you why Marcus Gasol has had in,
1: injury problems oh I know your fucking conspiracy with it's Conley it's not
0: a conspiracy Marcus Gasol has had quote unquote injury problems because they were tanking they were tanking. They were not playing. You're tanking. Him. Mm-hmm. That's fine. If I gotta fucking take this podcast down with me for this take, I will. This is a phenomenal trade for them. He is putting up phenomenal numbers this year. He's
1: he's shooting he's, under fifty percent and an efficient from an efficiency standpoint, which is right around his career average, I guess. But, this
0: is what I'm saying. And he shoots more threes now. He is a he is an incredibly. Gifted defensive player. He is an all star caliber center. He they now get to bring Serge Ibaka off the bench, and Serge Ibaka has been having a great season.
1: They I actually did. Forget, I forgot that they had Ibaka. So but, yeah, you're right. Dude, I haven't watched a lot of Toronto their, Raptors.
0: Toronto basketball. is so much fun. Their roster is so good. To to give up that little for a guy of Marcus' Sol's caliber, you put him next to Pascal Siakam, next to OG Ananobi, with Kyle Lowry, and fucking. Kawhi, and then you've got Serge coming off the bench. You've got Fred Van Fleet coming off the bench. You've got Danny Green coming off the bench. This is the number one team in the Eastern Conference. There's just no. There's no, no way there's of getting. No, it.
1: They're not. The they, the Bucks are better. No, the Bucks. Not. The Bucks are better. I'm telling you. The Bucks you, are better.
0: 50 minutes and 18 seconds on <laughs> February 7th. I'm calling it today. The Toronto Raptors will finish this season as the number one team in the Eastern Conference and will make the finals. I'm calling it today wrong. I'm calling it today. The Raptors are going to represent the Eastern Conference in the finals. I'm calling it right now. They have a deeper team than the Sixers. They have equal depth to the Bucks but more star power now that they've added Marcus Hall. It's game over. The Raptors are making the finals this year. I'm saying it right now.
1: Fine. Do you want a, do you want a friendly wager? It doesn't have to be I'm down. It doesn't have to be monetary. I'm, I'm down. What do you want to bet on this? Okay. You give me the Bucks.
0: Okay. So Here's what we're gonna do.
1: And if what? What if neither? Like if neither team makes it, then it's just null and void.
0: Yeah, it's null. So, here's my proposition. Marcus Sol's nickname is the Big Burrito. And Marcus
1: Sol's oh, nickname is La Tanqueta.
0: <laughs> as well as the Big Burrito. Yes, I know that. Greece is uh, one of the common Greek foods. Is a Euro. So here's what we're gonna do. If the Bucks make it to the finals. I will dress up as a Euro (laughs) on the Mag Mile and scream, I am the Greek freak. I am the Greek freak (laughs) for a full 30 minutes. I'm dying. All right. (laughs) If the Raptors make it to the finals, you, sir, are going to dress up as a burrito. Fine. And you are going to run From the Chicago Theater, because you're in better shape now, (laughs) to to Roosevelt University, straight up State Street, screaming,
1: the whole way. All right, right, fine.
0: Done. You heard it here, y'all. It's recorded. I can't wait to see you as a burrito. It's going to be so great. The Raptors are making the finals, it's happening.
1: It's, oh, I can't wait. I don't believe you. GIF. I'm not going to
0: make you run. You're just going to stand in front of the Chicago Theater. It makes more sense. <laughs> I don't
1: of, mind running. A lot of foot traffic. Yeah, you
0: know, I want the foot traffic. I want you just screaming, jumping. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. I'll be by the bean. All right. Oh, wait. No, we'll both do it by the bean. That just makes more sense. Yeah. And also, beans go on burritos, so <laughs> ah. it's going to make a lot of sense.
1: You can throw a bean on a euro, too, I think, yeah. in some cases. Yeah. Probably no. not. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Listen, don't...
0: the world wants it to be a burrito. It only makes
1: sense. I thought you were going to tell me you were going to buy me a euro, and no. I was like, yeah, that's kind of... No, 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 no,
0: no, no. No, you're going to dress up as a euro. No, you're going to dress up as a burrito. I can't fucking... That out. ain't happening. I can't wait. Um, The last trade that I think is worth talking about today... The Nets got Greg Monroe.
1: Not um... really worth talking about that much, but it makes him a little better they're going to make a playoff push. They're going to make the playoffs.
0: I mean, they had to move Monroe because they didn't have a lot of spots left on their roster, so it's, it's you know... mean well, actually, they had a lot of spots left on their roster. But, but
1: they, it makes the Nets better. Uh, not super better, but it makes them incrementally better, and, and it's 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 not a bad trade. Greg,
0: Mo- Greg Greg Monroe's been a big disappointment since he left Detroit. Just, I completely really, really, agree with that,
1: but it, it will help the Nets he in was, their quest for the playoffs.
0: He was just okay in Milwaukee. He was bad in Boston. He is bad in... Toronto, and he will be just okay. And I didn't
1: different. think he was that good in Detroit. I thought
0: he was. He had a different role, and then the NBA just like changed, and his role just like
1: his it doesn't his skill set. Yeah, his skill
0: set didn't didn't translate to the current state of the NBA.
1: I, when I was in high school. He was in the. He was playing at Georgetown. He was so. And great. I had a friend who just loved him for whatever reason. Just a random guy to love. Loved Craig Monroe. Yeah. And then they got bounced in the first round by Ohio. <laughs>
0: So the biggest – the second biggest trade of
1: today – you know, Todd, I'm going to let you introduce this one.
0: Why don't you take this one?
1: <laughs> so the 76ers traded much maligned second-year point guard Markel Fultz to say the least to your Orlando Magic. <laughs> Not my Orlando Magic. Let's be real for, I wasn't saying your. I was saying your like to the audience. You got your it. Orlando yeah. Magic.
0: Probably nobody else on the podcast, but just go ahead. For <laughs>
1: Jonathan Simmons <laughs> – A 2020 first-round pick via the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is going to probably be picking anywhere between 25 and 30, and a future second-round pick. (laughs) I didn't know how to feel at first. Then I hated it. Should. I'm okay with it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Here's the thing. We are sort of competing now. Sort of. We have an all-star. We're like four games out of the playoffs. That's the other thing. Why didn't, they, why, didn't, why didn't they trade fucking Vucevic or Terrence Ross or both? Why would you trade Terrence Ross? He said he wants to stay there and he wants to play there. And here's the thing. We had the option of giving him up or the pick. I would rather have Terrence Ross. I would rather have Terrence Ross, who is a good defender and a good player, a solid 3 and D guy, than a what if.
0: Yeah, but his timeline doesn't match your timeline, and you can get
1: real assets for him. But you can get picks for that guy. Yeah, but we signed him to a good, friendly contract, and he's still tradable. Um, either way, I like having Terrence Ross. Uh, we need he we need him because we need guards. Sure, but then Vucevic should have been traded. I don't disagree with that. Fournier is who I really wanted to see get moved. Yeah, but nobody wants him. Um, I think there's plenty of teams that would have taken him, but. That said, here's the thing. We do not have a fucking point guard. DJ Augustine is our point guard. We gave up very little. John Simmons having a terrible season. We gave up very little to get a guy who could I don't think it's going to happen, but could break out. It's we don't yeah, know. And you, take know on that you know what? You know what? Here's the thing. There's no more scrutiny. He's in fucking Orlando. You know who cares about Orlando? Nobody. No. Nobody. I don't even care about Orlando. Just <laughs> no. the basketball team. That's the only thing oh, I care about. Man. And so he's going to be able to develop and get healthy yeah. and work on his game Sure, in 18 uh, and with a, a coaching staff that has done wonders with guys jump shots. Yeah. So that's true. I don't hate it. I think it will be nice to have a real point guard. And you know what? Here's the thing. Like, yeah, we're probably going to lose some of the guys that are on our team right now, but now all we- we're just young. There's a lot of young players on the team and it'll be like, at least it's interesting. So <laughs> it's
0: fascinating. Um, uh, my my initial reaction was, totally get it. Don't know why you give up a first round pick for him. In the stage that your team is in, you need first round picks. That's how you build up your your team. Like even if it is at the back half of the lottery or at the end of the draft, like you can get a guy like Kyle Kuzma at the end of the draft. Potentially, you can get a guy like Jimmy Butler. Look, I, I don't
1: I don't disagree with you, and I, I know where you're coming from. I also don't care because this the. I haven't been enamored with Orlando's draft picks recently. Sure. And so I don't really trust the front office all that well to draft somebody good at the back half of the fair, draft. So fair. I'd rather get someone like Markel Foltz who has shown like just the occasional little glimpse. Like there's sometimes where it's like, yeah, like you know it's there, right. But you just like, you know, so it, I don't hate it, I don't love it, I get it. Sure. So I am I'm, op- I'm going to choose I'm choosing to be optimistic. I love my team. Uh I was disappointed his wingspan is short. Uh he's not a long boy. Which are things that I love. <laughs> I guess I know. But oh fuck. I I he fits in well.
0: I was going to have us do a quick mock draft, but it's already done so. <laughs> the rosters for the All-Star game literally just posted. I was going to do a mock draft with Tad. It's over. We can't do one. Because they literally just finished. <laughs> um, couple quick things. Did that reload we
1: while we were looking at the page? Mm-hmm. They,
0: they just did the draft on television. It was very fast, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, couple quick things before we wrap up. Before we kind get into of wild the that case, Giannis
1: picked himself first.
0: <laughs> I thought the same thing. Uh so, so um, two quick things before we wrap up today. Number one, it was announced last week that Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki are going to be honorary All-Stars this year, um, seeing as it sounds like they're both retiring this year. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Feelings?
1: Love it. I like it. Two very likable star players.
0: 100%. And, like, two of the best players at their position of all time. It's just, like, it makes sense that you would do it in a year like this. Um, Can you do this in the future, Mm, it's gonna be difficult um also like what about Vince Carter man <laughs> like Vince Carter and, he's not retiring dude that's fair He's in yeah I guess he's, he's not, not gonna
1: retire I Should. need I need him to play one more season why or two I really need him to kind of play two more seasons I guess technically one more you but that, that way it? he would he would have played across three decades yeah that's, that's incredible cool. that's cool
0: um, let's just go over the rosters really quick. Um, Team LeBron: the starters are Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie himself, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, starters for Team Giannis are Giannis, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Paul George, Kemba Walker. Who has the better starting lineup? LeBron, no question.
1: I mean, it, it doesn't even. I mean, it's not particularly close. No
0: question. All right, so let's go. Team LeBron reserves: Lamarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Clay Thompson, Cat. D-Wade. That's cool. Uh, (laughs) Team Giannis reserves Blake Griffin, Jokic, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Dirk, Oladipo is not playing, Uh, D'Angelo Russell, Russell. Vucevic, and Russell Westbrook. Who's got the better reserves? LeBron. Yeah. LeBron's going to win this game again. Handedly. Again. Again. Come on,
1: Giannis. Come on, man. Giannis doesn't probably know how to pronounce the names of some of the players on LeBron's team, so he couldn't pick them. (laughs)
0: LaMarcus Aldridge is really hard to say. <laughs> it's really really hard. Uh anything else we want to talk about today before we wrap up? What a what a trade deadline it was.
1: Yeah, it well, I mean you you know what like I think it's that like I think the last like the the last few trade deadlines haven't like really gotten me because like I've been like at work. You know, like trade deadlines to me were always cool when it was like I didn't have anything to do. I just right, posted up just on my couch with my hand in Twitter my pants and, and just yeah. fucking scroll on Twitter on my Blackberry. Okay, get it done with that. Right. I mean, you know, just give the people the visual. That's what they want. You know, blackberries are gross. I mean, yeah, this was like eight years ago. You should have had a razor. Uh, yeah, I did like 15 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> um, No, uh, Minnesota next
0: week oh yeah uh, keep being on the lookout y'all we got Kelly Dwyer coming back on the podcast this week friend of next week. Pod, Kelly Dwyer very much looking forward to speaking to him again um, cool uh, why don't we plug and let's wrap this up.
1: follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore that's it that's all I got and thanks you could, for coming
0: out you can follow me at J underscore on Instagram and Twitter you can follow NBA at N- nba pod on instagram twitter and facebook uh, make sure you give the podcast a five-star rating interview we'd greatly appreciate it um, Nikki should be back next week his schedule's a little hectic as he's oh yeah R.I.P. he's like not that. dead we used you to you talked to him last week yeah, we r.i.p.ed you last week that's that's fair it made me laugh um <laughs> in any case um for tad for jay this has been nba we're out
1: we're out Bye.